Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Cane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here in the air chair. My friend and colleague Ralph Boxcar Bajoral will be joining us in the uh, second half. He's going to give us a call in. Still hot, still dry, still summertime. But good news, football's on the horizon. High school football. Yours truly will be putting out the pocket guide at all our sponsors starting tomorrow and ensuing days. So look for that. It's great. It's a great handy tool if you love football because it's got all the schedules of all our area high schools, plus LSU, UL, the Saints, and Tulane. So uh, great thing to have to keep on your icebox or in your pocket or wherever you want to put it. If you want to know a game coming up, our pocket guide has it. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Let's start out with our title sponsor. How about that? Golfballs.com, located on Arnold Boulevard, right there in Lafayette. Anything you want in golf, they have it. I promise you that. Uh, you can go in there and try out all the, the recent uh, additions to the, uh, the new golf clubs, like Callaway, Titleist, Ping, whatever. They have all the new demonstrators there, and you can hit into their simulator and try out their latest in their equipment as far as golf clubs are concerned. And then anything in the soft good range, they have that as well. Check them out, golfballs.com. Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Of course, our local golf clubs, as I always say, without them, we'd have no lo- local golf news. So, uh, And I love local golf news. It gives our local players a, a chance to shine a little bit, you know, if they're in their accomplishments. Even though it's on a small level, we like to acknowledge them. So... Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. We'll begin with Atchafalaya. Right down there in Patterson, only 45 minutes away. They're still promoting their Thursday Twilight Scrambles. Nine holes, 5.30 shotgun start. The entry fee includes golf, prize money, and a hamburger supper after. For pass holders, it's only $25. For the public, $40. And to enter, call 985-395-4653. And I always like to say that 4653 spells out golf. At Bellevue, their blowout, which is their monthly tournament, and it's uh, they got a bunch of them going like 18, 19, or 20 in a row. It's been postponed to the fall, September 16th. So we look forward to tying the group, getting, this, getting that tournament in. Also at Bellevue, they had their... Monthly dog fight. Guess who won it? Well, he actually got tied. Ty Burdett got tied. Ty got tied. Mickey Michelle tied him at plus four in the dog fight. Finishing in third place was Bobby McDonald plus two. And uh, the low score was another Burdett, Brandon. He needs to turn pro or something. He shot even par and uh, because his points are so high, he didn't even come close to making his points. But uh, even poor is nothing to sniff your nose at. Nice round, Brandon. And guess what? They had their club championship a couple of weeks ago, August 12th and 13th. Guess who won it? You don't have to guess. You know. Brandon Burdett, 72-73-145. Went over poor. Nice going. Tied for second, Bobby McDonald and Dean Dashe, 152. So Brandon won by a whopping seven shots. In the senior division, 
Al Landry was first place with 159. Herman Hamilton second with 160. And Jules Hebert, 161, was third. And then their sister golf course, St. Mary's Golf Club, hosted the Acadiana Pro-Am for the first time ever. And uh, this Pro-Am's been going on for quite some time. Of course, St. Mary's Golf Club is a 9-0 course, just like Bellevue. And uh, it's in Berwick. And uh, the folks that went play there, let's let this ambulance pass. Must add a wreck, because that's the third siren I hear down the road. Of course, St. Mary's 9-hole and uh, Bellevue 9-hole, and they, they, uh, they play like a Ryder Cup-style match uh, at some point, uh, featuring their 9-holes and their members, so that's cool. But anyway, 90 players teed it up on the 9-hole course in Berwick, St. Mary's, and first place went to Mitch Guillory, Johnny Oye, Brett Price, and Patrick Darby. They were plus 14, winning $110, redeemable at golfballs.com. What a, what a great blessing and benefit for our association to get to go to golfballs.com because you got a bunch of stuff you can choose from. Like I said earlier, anything you want in golf, you can get it at golfballs.com. Finishing second was Roy Boudreaux, Steve Russo, Lenny Dubois, and Mike Lulla, plus 10. They actually tied and won on a scorecard playoff. There goes another ambulance. Might have been a serious wreck. They tied for, thir uh, for second with uh, our tournament director, Doug Biard, Todd Ardwin, Donald Sarkis, and Keith Domain at plus 10. And the uh, second place team won 75, the third place team 48 bucks. Then on the uh, individual side, a player, yep, you guessed it, his name again, Brandon Burdett, plus nine. Low B player, Boyd Booty, is a tournament director of the Gator Golf Club, which we'll talk about in a little bit. He was plus eight, winning B player. Jules Bear, he won C player, plus nine. And Joseph Olivier won D player, also plus nine. Our next program is going to be at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. Not sure the exact dates with uh, Labor Day coming up on uh, September, what's that, the 4th. Uh, we're not sure, uh, Doug hadn't reported yet whether we're going to have it the first week or the second week. But nonetheless, Southern Oaks and Abbeville will host our next Pro-Am. At Eagle Ridge, we got us a new golf pro there, 44-year-old Jeff Dupan. He's a native of Lake Charles, and uh, he's been in and out of the golf business all his life. He got himself started with the PGA uh, way back in the day. And uh, he went into off-field sales, and now he's back as a golf pro at Eagle Ridge. And so in his, his, uh, when he first started in golf, he was at Mallet Cove and then Lake Charles Country Club, now at Eagle Ridge. And he lives in Youngsville. So good luck to Jeff. I'll be anxious to uh, go to uh, Eagle Ridge and get information from him on a regular basis. Then at Sugar Oaks... They're weekly specials, and once again, they're the only golf course I know around in our area that's open on Mondays. Uh, Eagle Ridge may be. I'm not sure if they open it now, but since they got a golf pro and kind of brought some ease to Gary Kidd because he was working a big, long shift. But uh, back to Sugar Oaks, they're open on Mondays. So Mondays and Tuesdays are their special, 9 or 18 holes, $22.00. And then their all-day special, which uh, I keep saying is my favorite, $31. You play as many holes as you want on Wednesdays. And, of course, Wednesday is the day that they have their Twilight Scramble. 
And so uh, results of their most recent Twilight Scramble last Wednesday, August the 16th. The winners of that was Oleg Granger and Chris Bayard, minus three. Sugar Oaks has a very active men's golf association and uh, happy with that. Good to see the guys get out and play together, you know, and, and form their own association in tournaments and play the tournaments they like to play in at their home golf course. So on Friday, August the 18th, they had a shamble. Of course, we all know that's where you hit. Everybody hits their tee shot and you select the best one and play your own ball in from there. Friend in the front nine was Ronnie Finley. Tam Rosemont and Keith Domain, they, t- they teamed together for plus four. When in the back nine, Robert Burton, Eric Lachelet, and Glenn Dupuy, plus two. Then when in the overall was Roger Pisani, Olin Granger, and Dion Broussard. Then on Sunday, August the 20th, they had their traditional shootout, but they changed the, uh, the type of game. It's a 6-6-6 six, six, six tournament, six holes best ball, six holes scramble, and six holes alternate shot. And that's the hard one, that alternate shot. First place went to Roger Persani and Nicky Melanson. They were plus seven. And then second place, Tam Rosemont and Keith Domangs, plus 11. Nice going, guys. I'm sure you all had a lot of fun. Then down at Sugar Oaks, they're also looking for work. So if you're looking for some part-time work, if you're a golfer, you might get free golf with this work. Call 364-7611 because they're looking for inside as well as outside help. 364-7611 at Sugar Oaks. Coming up, well, let's talk about their hole-in-ones. Sugar Oaks had a plethora of hole-in-ones recently over the last few months. Ron Finley, Robert Harvison, Willie Lewis, and Bobby Buto all made hole-in-ones. So they're coming in bunches at Sugar Oaks if you think you make might make a hole in one, go play out at Sugar Oaks. They also got their KC tournament coming up, the Knights of Columbus Council 1208, which comes from St. Peter's Catholic Church right here, close to our studios in New Iberia. Their fundraising tournament's going to be played Saturday, October the 7th, a three-man scramble, only $100 per person. Come and sport the Knights, and uh, they have a lot some auction items too as well. They do a, the Knights of Columbus do a lot of great things here in our community. Uh, social Service Center, uh, Pregnancy Center, uh, St. Francis Donna, the Homeless Shelter. I can name a bunch of them that they uh, contribute to. And not only that, they get, give them a helping hand literally to all of these pl- places. Support the Knights of Columbus in their fundraising effort out at Trigger Oaks on October the 7th. Thanks to Boyd Booty, one of the members out at Sugar Oaks. He uh, gets me the, he's a tournament director for the Gator Golf Club. I got two results here from the one they played on Links on the Bayou. First flight winner was Mitch Thibodeau at plus nine. Second flight winner, Billy Abair, plus ten. And then the following couple of weeks, they played another one. And that was played at National Golf Course in Westlake. Two players tied for first place in the first flight. Mitch Thibodeau and Eddie Viator were plus five. In the second flight, uh, let's see. Kent Kern minus one, a plus one. And Brian Broussard plus one tied in the second flight. 
definitely a harder golf course uh, that they played there. The conditions must have been a little bit rough. Their next outing is going to be September 17th at Kashati Pines right there in uh, Kinder. Of course, when it's played on a Saturday like it is, they'll probably go on Friday and drop a few dollars in the casino there and play a practice round and have a nice meal and then tee it up in the tournament the next day. A nice little outing for those guys in the Gator Golf Club. Then down at Cane Road, they're sporting their... uh, Discount rates for juniors before 1 o'clock is $25. After 1 o'clock, it's $15. And then there are <coughs> other specials. Veterans, whether you're retired or not, on Wednesdays can play for $25. Their senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35. And their twilight rate, after 3 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the weekend, $35, and that's after 3 o'clock. A couple of months, that'll be changing when we switch back daylight savings time. Of course, if you want to be a member at Cane Row, they have uh, big discounts for members. It's $142 a month, but you get 20% off of their soft goods in their golf shop, 10% off of their hard goods. It's a uh, pretty big savings there. And the one I like the best is you can book your tee time one week in advance. And with the weather being... As nice as it is for golfers, you know, we haven't missed a day because of rain in I don't know when. It's been like maybe the whole summer that the course has been closed because too much rain. So, uh, you know, when you get to play that much golf, you want your special tee time. And if you're a member, you can get it there. One week in advance, you can book your tee time. Whereas if you're not a member, only the day, one day in advance. They also charge you a handicap according to the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. And they have an MGA as well, and they weighed the dues for that. Raymond, is a president, Raymond Bernard rather, is a president of the MGA. And then uh, talking about merchandise in their pro shop, they're licensed to sell UL logoed Raging Cajun merchandise. So check it out and see if they have anything to your liking with football season coming up. Maybe your loved one needs something from their golf shop with Raging Cajun on it. And uh, speaking of their golf shop, their sales, here's some of them anyway. Their Johnny O Polos, 25% off. Cutter Golf Shoes, 25% off. And Travis Matthews Belts, 50% off. And that they got some new merchandise, hard good-wise. Their GPS Range Finders is the newest thing out on the market in technology. And it verbally gives you the yardage as well as plays music when you're not talking to it and asking for yardage. So uh, something cool there. Upcoming tournaments out at Cane Row, the Generat Senior High J Golf Classic. Uh, it's a fundraiser for their school. Going to be played Saturday, more, uh, September 16th, 8 o'clock shotgun start, $125 per player, and it's a four-man scramble. And then also coming up at Cane Row in October is going to be the 76th State KC Golf Tournament. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, 7th and 8th of October, they usually get 300-plus players. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, they have a little scramble. Uh, and it's a fun-type tournament, uh, those that want to participate in it. And then Saturday and Sunday is an individual with their handicaps. So uh, it's gross and net. And then they also have a senior flight at age 60-plus. And the deadline to end is Wednesday, uh, September 27th. 
Then also at Cane Row, Ryan Desimo, the golf pro there. He is going to uh, our new PGA facility in Frisco, Texas. It's, uh, he's going for a tournament and a dinner, and it's going to be sponsored by Callaway, which sponsors him. And uh, the guest speaker there is going to be Roger Cleveland. We all know about him if you've been in the golf business. And then a bunch of guys from uh, Cane Row went playing a nice full ball in Zachary at Fenwood Country Club, an old nine-hole course up north of Baton Rouge. And I think they took home most of the money. Uh, in the fifth flight, the winners were Kempton Collins and Sid Champagne. They shot 80-73. And uh, the good thing about this tournament, they pay out cash. Second place in the second flight was Brian Saunier and Greg Lella. And then second place in the first flight, or rather first place in the second flight, no, first place in the first flight, Drake Hoffpower and Rhett Diator. And then the uh, Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, thanks to Lawson Ruley for getting me this information. Uh, Tuesday, their first Tuesday of the month is played in their out-of-town tournament. And that was played at Tamaka Trails. First place went to Eric Rosen. Second place, Steve Newman. Then Lawson Rooley, the tournament director, and Richard Cormier. And then their Hebert Municipal Golf Course Tournament, which is their home course, the fourth Tuesday of the month. Uh, they tried something different. Blind draw three-man teams. So first place went to Keith Benoit, Terry Clement, and Kelvin Thibodeau. Then we got the fall coming up for the Cajuns. They got that fall schedule out. They'll be playing in five tournaments, hopefully five tournaments. Their first one will be at Louisiana Tech on September 10th through 12th. We're not sure about the one in Maui at the end of the month. Of course, we know about those fires that uh, struck Lahanya in Maui and destroyed a whole bunch of homes and property and took a bunch of lives. They're still counting the poor people that lost their lives in that freak Maui fire. But it, even though it was only like Five miles from Kanaalapate Golf Course, the uh, the fire was confined just to the Lahanya area. So maybe Theodore and the Cajuns will get to play in that. I know they're looking forward to their season with uh, a bunch of returning Letterman, including Jake Marler, the new state amateur champion, along with Milan Portigo, the freshman of the year in the Sunbelt Conference, Eli Artigo, All-American in the Sunbelt Conference, and he'll be in his second year. So uh, a lot of good players coming in as well. And then on the junior scene, I'll conclude with this. Uh, the Louisiana Junior Golf Tournament has their cup matches, Ryder Cup-style matches called the River Cup, September 16th and 17th at Bayou Desert in Monroe. And my uh, grandson will be playing in that. And then right here in our backyard, something very special, the first time only that the American Junior Golf Association, which is the highest uh, tournament competition for juniors in our country. Uh, they're having a golf event at La Triumph called the All-Star Invitational, and it's, it's uh, for ages 15 through 17th. It's going to be October 5th, 6th, and 7th, and uh, we all know who's going to be there, one of the premier players, uh, the son of Tiger Woods, Charlie Woods. More, more than likely will be there. We're going to have to keep uh, our pulse on that and make sure that uh, if there's a Tiger sighting out at Le Triumph, those of us who uh, would like to see him will maybe get that opportunity. Without well, ado, it for the local news. I got Boxcar on the line waiting for to come in on the other side of the break. He's got some special local news to talk about, so stay tuned for that. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. 
Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Now's the time to get a great deal on a Kubota Z200 Series mower with the new K-Ride Comfort System. The Series delivers a quality cut and an exceptional ride. Right now, get a Kubota Z200 Series mower with the K-Ride Comfort System for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months. Now through September 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Sammy Broussard Equipment Center, Acadiana's Kubota Headquarters, 1511 Center Street, 367-5296. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Hi, this is Ben LeBlue, music director for St. Peter's Catholic Church. Tune in to Kane Radio AM 1240 or FM 107.5 for 730 Mass each and every Sunday. Holy Mass is brought to you by Holy Family Cemetery, Iberia Medical Center, Azalea Estates Assisted Living, and Norris International. Thanks, and may God continue to bless you all. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Chip Shots, Mondays at 5 on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots. Steady Slamming with you here in the studios. And my padre, compadre, Ralph Boxcar Bajeron, on the phone lines on the other side. Good afternoon, Boxcar. Okay. We, we, we're going we're gonna to let you talk about what you got for the local uh, news, some surprise there, uh, a little local news, and then we'll jump into the, the national golf scene. So go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you're breaking up bad, dude. Pardon me? You're breaking up bad. Okay, let me try something, something different here. No, that's this? better. That's better. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know I'm a sports junkie, uh, Ted. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I listen a lot, as I know you do, to, um, to 103.7 ESPN Radio in Lafayette. And, um, you know, chatted back and forth with RP3, um, who uh, is Raymond Parsha third? Um, well, the alarm going off. Um, in fact, Ray used to be, I think, the uh, either the managing editor or the sports editor for the Daily Iberian for a few years here in, in New Iberia. But um, anyway, he's now the uh, uh, you know program director, manager, or whatever at, at 103.7 and hosts the midday show. Anyway, um, they're having a fundraiser, and he asked me if I could help promote it, and I said sure, you know, and and. Uh, it's going to be um, it's going to be at the wetlands, and uh, it's a it's a very unique uh, uh, foundation that they're uh, supporting, 
and and it's called the Luke Day Scramble Golf Tournament, um, and it's hosted by Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, and it benefits <clears throat> Canine Companions for Independence, and um, it's it you know we all, we always see people with service dogs, and sometimes they are just more like therapy dogs, companions, but these are truly trained professional dogs that they raised from a puppy, and their sole purpose is to, to provide uh, needed services to people with, uh, with disabilities. And, um, you know, I, I tell you what, it's, um, I'm going to go into a little bit about what, what all the, the different services they provide. But um, this is going to be held on September the 13th, and it's a 1 o'clock shotgun start. It's a four-man scramble. It's uh, $600 a team, and they, uh, they're going to have, you know, prizes, uh, food and drinks provided for every player. So, um, you know, the Wetlands is a, you know, championship golf course right there uh, in Lafayette. And uh, the cause itself, when, when you kind of hear about, about what, they, what they're doing with these dogs, is just incredible. So, Here's the people that they serve, adults with uh, physical or auditory disabilities, children with physical or cognitive disabilities, ages five or older, uh, or adults with physical or cognitive disabilities that require the assistance of a facilitator, such as a parent, caregiver, or spouse. They also serve veterans who, with a physical or auditory disability or post-traumatic stress disorder, and they serve professionals working in a health care visitation, criminal justice, or education setting. So these, these dogs are also used, and, and uh, you know, I've, I've seen them before at, at, at hospitals, um, you know, as, as kind of nursing homes, rehab places, uh, to go in and, and just provide these people with, it, it just lifts their spirits up so much and, uh, and, and gives them, a, you know, a, a kind of a, a will to, to go, you know. So um, they've, uh, they've got... Uh, 7,454 animals that they've placed since 1975. Uh, it's, a, it's all volunteer work with this organization. And, um, you know, I, I just hope that, um, that, that people would, you know, even if you don't play golf, um, and, and this is the main part I want to put out there, if you, and if you don't play golf, but go to this website, and it, it's uh, k9.org. K-A-N-I-N-E dot org, and it's Canine Companions for Independence. And, uh, you know, consider, if you know, making a small donation. Any 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 bit would help, uh, because when you read the, the stories of, uh, of of how they've helped people, uh, it's really incredible. So I uh, just wanted to, to help um, them promote that, uh, that tournament. Again, it's going to be September the 13th, 1 o'clock shotgun, four-man scramble. So especially if you, uh, if you own a business or you... Uh, have a business uh, owner who's uh, very, you know, feel, uh, you know will, willing to donate um, uh, and 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 uh, put a team together. That would be the ideal uh, situation. So you can uh, you can go. Um, uh, I think on the 1037 will have it probably on their website. But uh, but if not, you can um, you can email. It's p a r t s c h parch properties all one word at gmail.com, and uh, you can uh, address that to, to Tina uh, Parch, that's Raymond's wife, and she'll give you more information about the tournament, can send you an entry form, and again, um, great, great cause right there. So I just wanted to help do whatever we could 
from the uh, New Iberia perspective. Absolutely. And I think uh, September 13th is a Wednesday, so it's right in the middle of the week if you uh, can take a day off and go play. And, and most importantly, what you said is, you know, even if you don't play golf, think about donating to such a worthy cause. The, the list you, you li- listed out there was just incredible, box score. And uh, may- maybe next week we can have Raymond on and uh, give him a, a few more shout-outs uh, promoting his tournament. Yeah, I, I, that's the plan. You know, I, we're going to do that today. And then, unfortunately, I I, I became uh, a little bit under the weather last night and, and just didn't feel up to making it in today. But, um but we'll do that next week. And, uh, again, I urge you to just go to canine.org and read some of these stories. I mean, they, they train these dogs even to do tasks like, you know, turn on uh, appliances or, or turn on lights for, for handicapped people and things like that. I mean, it, and, and it's, from what I could tell, it's all Labrador Retrievers, which is one of the you know, absolute smartest dogs there is uh, and loyal, um, you know, on the planet. So, uh, yes, you know, you know, you and I are both <laughs> dog lovers. Oh, sure. absolutely. And and uh, I think uh, I think if you go on this site and and, and kind of look at this and and I think you'll realize, um, you know, it's a very very worthy cause. And you know, when you can combine a little golf with it, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Well, this past week uh, weekend on the PGA Tour was the second leg of the uh, FedEx Cup. It was the BMW Championship, played at Olympia Fields in Chicago. And uh, what an exciting finish, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it kind of looked like it was going to be a, a two-man, you know, race there with Scotty Scheffler and, and Matt Fitzpatrick. And then all of a sudden, uh, Victor Hovland decided, uh, hey, I, I think I'll just make the back nine mine. <laughs> and got a smooth little 28 on the Oof. back nine. I that, tell you what. When, that's when hard you're to believe. In, yeah, and... You know, even even to that point, he didn't know if it was going to hold up because he finished, uh, you know, a few groups ahead of, of those two, and they 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 both had, you know, theoretically opportunities to birdie, um, you know, two of the three holes coming in, but but neither one could uh, could. could uh, Scotty Scheffler once again, and this is what worries me about Scotty Scheffler going into the Ryder Cup when you get into four balls. I mean, uh, alternate <laughs> shot. Uh, the the man had another outstanding ball striking uh, uh, round, whereas Victor Hovland made every putt. Now, some were short, but he made a bunch of 18, 20-footers for birdie on that, on that, you know, 28 on mm-hmm. the back nine. Scotty Scheffler, he, he just can't putt. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what, how else to say it, you know, but he just misses weight, and he's still obviously, a, you know, uh, uh, an elite player, but if he could putt, I can only imagine what he could be doing out there because right. no one Peter Green that's that's better than him. Even putting but poorly, I, he had a sixty sixty six and shot. You know, like you said, he tied Matthew Fitz, Fitzpatrick for second place at uh, fifteen yeah. under par for the event. Yeah, I mean, but like a, you, you, we've talked about this a few times during the year that he's kind of been in that position too. Now he's won his fair share. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure Ted Scott's bank account you know, will attest to that. But, uh, but again, man, I, you know, it's so, so frustrating to watch a, a guy do everything and, you know, that well, and then and 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 then can't make a putt. And then you you watch the guy. Now I'm not saying he's doing that anymore. But when Jordan Spieth had that remarkable couple of years, 
guy was sitting it all over the place, but he would he would get up and down from anywhere, you know, and make putt after putt after putt. So I guess it just goes back to the old, you know, uh, adage that, that God doesn't give you know everything to everybody, you know, and you have to you have to kind of work around the deficiencies in your game, um, and that's that's why a guy like Tiger or Jack or you know are really so rare. And that you know those guys could put, you know they could they could all, all, all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean you know they weren't streak putters. Scotty Scheffler obviously is a streak putter, as probably is Victor Hovland and and all the rest of the players we're talking about. But Jack and Tiger, they they putted well all the time, you know. So yeah, that's the difference. They, and and when they and, and especially when they needed to make the putt, you know, it, it's like it. There was never going to be a doubt that they that they they I always called it willing the ball into the hole. You right. know, they just basically, you know, just yeah. that okay. Had a, had a, some kind of magic. Yeah, I mean, it, it really it really was you know special to watch. Um, but uh, but a lot of the really elite putters over the history of golf have not been great ball strikers and you know ben crenshaw was not a great ball striker i mean uh not at but, all you know you get him on the greens and boom you know uh him and little ben uh were deadly so yeah um so anyway yeah that was it was it was interesting to kind of watch that uh, unfold but but you know victor hovland uh, i mean he's obviously an elite player i, I think he's I think he's definitely destined to win a major in, in the next you know year or two um uh, but I, I I don't know, man. It's just that was just an incredible round of golf. I think sometimes this is just my perception. I think sometimes when you're a couple of groups ahead, it's 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 a little bit easier to do that than if you're in the final group. You know, to, to, right. to have that of a round. You know, you kind of just freewheeling it. You you know, you're you, you he was four shots behind making the turn, and he won by two shots. Cool. You know, so. You know, he just freewheeled it, and then special things happen, and boom, you post a score, and then you go sit in the, you know, clubhouse, and he didn't even go to the range or anything. I mean, I think he was pretty confident <laughs> that, it, that it was a hold up. They kept showing him watching the thing, you know, and of yeah. course, after after they hit the one birdie 17, they would have had to hold out Eagle Fairway, so he, he pretty much knew he had it at, at that point. Um, but, um, yeah, just uh, great, great tournament. Um, uh, great to watch, and um, you know, now we <clears throat> we have the thirty that go on to the uh, Tour Championship. And again, my least favorite sporting event, possibly of all time, is this particular golf tournament. I've, it's the stupidest format I've ever seen in my life. You guys, you worked your butt off all year long to make it to the top thirty, and basically half the field has zero chance. To make up ten shots, you know, on the on the, the leader, uh, so it's stupid. You know, John, John Rahm agrees with you because he said uh, the same thing. And you know, he's starting out at six under par. Scotty Scheffler starting out at ten under. Victor Hovland eight under. Rory seven under. John Rahm six under. And then, like you said, all the way down to even par, where Jordan Spieth and a host of others are are uh, starting at. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's ludicrous. I, I just I can't believe they've done this the second year in a row, and I hope they would change it somehow. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it was it was fine the way it was before. You know, I, I 
I still think it's way too much money, I, I, but, you know, I'm okay with it. I mean, um, I always thought it would have been interesting to go to a match play for that tournament at the end of the year, you know, where, you know, 30 plays one and kind of just go from there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm not – That's but, look, I, I mean, I just, I, again, and I, I hate to keep making this point, but it, it, it's, it's like starting a football game – 14 nothing, you know. I'm spotting, and these are these are the top 30 players on the tour. So you're not playing guys from the local municipal golf course, you know. These are all elite players. So you give you give you know 10 shots to a guy. You think you realistically, and plus it's not that you just would have to get catch that one guy. You'd have to catapult 29 other guys. So guys that even par have no chance. I mean, nothing zero. Yeah. The only thing to is audition for Zach Johnson because he said that he's not going to be paying attention to the 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 final score because of the the staggered format. Right. But he's going to look at what they actually shoot. Right. And and you know which makes sense. You know. Definitely. So, uh, the guys that are kind of on the bubble um, are definitely you know I mean I think I think there's only one or two spots re- realistically up for grabs. I think the others decided, um, but those. Those couple of guys, you know, he'll be, he'll be looking and see how they perform this week for sure. No question. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we have to live with it. But uh, for I, now, I, I have I have zero interest, you know, to, in watching it because because of that one reason. I mean, it's just. Well, I'm gonna watch bits and pieces because you know I like to watch the golfers compete. But uh, yeah, it takes a lot of the luster out of it because it's uh, it's like, in in my opinion, I've told you this before. Once the FedEx Cup starts and, they, and they've qualified, you know, they took the whole course of the year to qualify, well, then let's start fresh, you know. Just start fresh and, and uh, see what happens, you know. I mean, like, once again, you're, you're, you're comparing it to football. When you go to a, a, a bowl game or something, you don't take a handicap with you and play in the bowl game, you know. You play start off fresh. No. So, no, uh, anyway, I don't know. You know, and, and you see, what's even more ridiculous is to – I don't know if you you don't follow horse racing as much as I do. No, but there's there's races where they're called handicaps. Okay, mm-hmm. and so all the theoretically all the horses are pretty equal. Okay, they're all very good race horses. So the way they, they assign it is the horse who has the the best racing record carries the most weight. So he might carry 126 pounds. Then the next horse might carry one. 25 the next one 124 and they 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 stagger you know that up until maybe the 10th horse in the race might be carrying 118 pounds and so they're actually doing the, the opposite they're giving an advantage to the the weaker one so if you want to get some shots give us the size <laughs> of the back, you know <laughs> you know yeah. you know scotty scheffler shouldn't need 10 shots over jordan speed you know but but i know you're you're right i mean throw them in a pod 30 guys and and whoever wins the tournament wins the FedEx Cup. That's and that's how it used to be, and it produced some improbable winners. You know, some guys, and I know that's why they they do it. It's again TV to try to throw the leaderboard on the last days to have the big names up there. It would take a an act of God for Rory McIlroy and Scotty Scheffler not to be, you know, somewhere on the leaderboard in the final day. Right. Um, uh, but I just think it's just now. I think John Rom can make up four shots. I, I know he's 
and I agree with him totally. But but he he's one of the players that can. I mean, that's you know, think about it, it's one shot around. It's a lot different than making up ten shots, you know. Uh, but <clears throat> we'll see what happens. I mean, it's uh, the only good thing I like about this tournament is that it's been held at the same course every year. So you, that kind of gives you a um, you know a barometer of what to expect. And and I, I know at least they used to. I'm not sure if they're but they had started some really good um, programs in the East East Lake area. Is, is one of the very impoverished areas. Right. Um, it's really in the projects, you know. And, and they had started a, a first T program through that uh, tour championship and some other stuff. So I know it pumps money into the economy there and, and kind of helps uh, helps them out. But boy, I tell you what, it just it just go every time you ship a FedEx package. Just remember, you, part of what you pay in is <laughs> to go to that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right there. Hey, well, you know this this past tournament made some people happy, at least one, and made some one of them sad because uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick made it in, and Chris Kurt got knocked out. Like you said, the low thirty now teed up at uh, East Lake and. Uh, by the way, that's Bobby Jones's home course in Atlanta. And uh, yes, you're right. They they renovated it a, a few years back, specifically for this event. So, uh, yeah, you know, and it, it gives you a good barometer on uh, how the, how certain players play that course. You know, if you'd look back on their records yeah. at that course. So, yeah, that's right. a valid point. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it, that that part of it, I'm I'm good with. But again, you know, the whole format kind of kind of leaves me. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. With, um, well, well with, box, you know, happy that football's right around the corner. Oh, no question, absolutely. I, I, I'm looking forward to the Ryder Cup, but you know, it, it it's. Uh, I'll be glad when it's over too, so we can concentrate on football. But uh, you know, they had yeah. another pretty important tournament this past week uh, on in the United States, and that's the uh, United States Amateur Championship. And uh, let's see who won that. The guy named. Uh, Ken. Yeah, it was with Cameron. Uh, I mean, uh, not Cam. Um, well, his last name's Dunlop. But, Dunlop. Uh, Nick Dunlop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He beat a guy named. Uh, I tell you what. When I <laughs> this is this is this is, I swear to God, uh, I turned it on and I'm like, what is Pat Perez doing on this? He, this guy Neil Shipley looked like Pat Perez with that long hair and. Um, you know, kind of rotund figure, you know, I mean, you know, obviously 20 years younger, but he was a dead ringer to me for Pat Perez. But, uh, but this guy Dunlap, while we talk about good putters and he was, he was making some putts too. So he, uh, time out one minute box car. Jeff's just uh, text me that uh, all those, those ambulances and and, uh, sirens are heard. There's a train derailment reported in New Iberia, uh, incurred on highway 182 near the base out there. And uh, the sheriff's office are on that right now as we speak. And uh, no other further information right now. But, uh, you know, so if you're going out uh, traveling down Highway 182, uh, be careful around that site. And if you can avoid it, Highway 182, uh, the crossing there at the base. I know that uh, that's a pretty big hump there that they have when you cross over the uh, train tracks going to the base. And uh, there was a train derailment. So, uh so uh, be look on the lookout for that. If you have to pass down 182, please be careful. I sure hope that there wasn't, you know, a car involved with that. The, the you know, that uh, I mean, you don't 
want a derailment to begin with, but uh, and then also I hope there wasn't any chemicals carrying because that would mean that some of those residents would on the west end will have to probably evacuate their homes. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, we'll get more uh, information, and uh, if I hear anything between now and the end of the show, I will pass it on to our listeners for sure. But All right, yeah, back uh, to golf. So uh, we're talking yeah. about Nick Hardy, huh? Uh, no, but uh, Dunlap, Nick Dunlap. Oh, Nick Dunlap. Yeah, I'm thinking of another guy. <laughs> okay. you know, when I was when I saw the name, I was I was wondering if maybe he was Scott Dunlap's son. Scott Dunlap was a journeyman PGA Tour player, but um, he's not, as it turns out. Um, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a he's a pretty hot shot there. He he has been the best male amateur in golf this summer. And uh, he's only a sophomore at Alabama, 19 years old. So, so now again, I guess the question will be, you know, does he, you know, does he stay in school, or is he going to possibly turn pro? You know, so I, I, I kind of got a feeling he's going to stay in school. Um, of course, you know, you never know with with guys like that. But uh, he's he was selected along with uh, Garden Sargent, who's the number one player in the in the country from Vanderbilt. And by the way. Nick Dunlop beat him in the uh, first match, uh, and beat him uh, two and one. Two, the one, you know, the two best players basically in the tournament were one of them had to be eliminated. But both of those guys were selected before this tournament even started to play on the Walker Cup, which gonna, which is going to be played at St Andrews next year. So uh, I think I'd stay amateur just to just to play in that at St Andrews because that's something that uh, you don't get an opportunity to do quite too often. Well, this to show you how special this kid was. Uh, this this guy named Jeff Curl, and I remember him too. He played on the tour for a while, but he, mostly on the on the Corn Ferry tour. And uh, back in 2014, he was hitting balls, uh, getting ready for the tournament out Birmingham, Alabama, at Greystone Golf and Country Club. And on the range next to him was 10 year old Nick Dunlap, and uh, he he just was hitting balls and just striping them, and. Uh, so Carl said he took a photo and posted it on social media, and uh, caption said, "Practicing on a soggy day with future tour star Nick Dunlap." Hashtag kid is legit, <laughs> and uh, yeah. he said that um, he said, "I truly believe by the time he's 25, he'll be the number one player in the world." Um, Carl said on the 15th green after he clinched his match, said he's got it. And so Teddy, you know, you know, talking about this, um, uh, you know, with the victory. He's only the second male amateur ever to win the U.S. Junior, which he captured two years ago, and the U.S. Amateur. And guess who the other one is? <laughs> when your name's on the same page with him, you did something good, right? Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger Woods, yep. Um, and and look, yeah, you, I mean, you're talking about Jeff Curl. That's Rod Curl's <laughs> son, okay? And he, he's, he's his caddy, right? And uh, uh-huh. And so Dunlop started out. The, uh, the metal portion of it, you know, it's metal play and then you go into match play. But he started out the metal portion of it with a triple and a double, not back-to-back, but in, within the first five holes. Of course, it's a 36-hole qualifier. And so Jeff Curl wrote on his yardage book, and he said, I quote, This can be an amazing story if you let it happen. And and uh, Nick Dunlop said that that's what turned his round around. He went and made five birdies coming in, shot even par 72, and then shot two, you know, two under the next round and qualified and ended up beating, you know, the number one player in the world, Gordon Sargent. So it, it's funny how things work out. 
Yeah, and and that goes to show you know because if that guy hadn't given him that encouragement, you know how how I say kids to the nineteen year old to me is still a kid, but they can get down to themselves pretty quick, you know. And um, without someone to kind of give him that encouragement, who knows? You know, he may he may, he may well have just gone into a, a funk, but. But I mean, he's he's definitely proven that um, he captured the Northeast Amateur and the North and South Amateur this summer, and Shipley was second in both those tournaments. So right. I'm getting tired of seeing. He must be wishing for he turns pro, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, when you start, uh, of course, Shipley's a 22 year old graduate student from Ohio State, so he, um, you know, he's going to be going on. I got many tours of trying to whatever, you know. Um, anyway, but. Um, but yeah, they the crowd was definitely behind Shipley because he was he's very personable and he was kind of interacting with the crowd and stuff and and um, so they were rooting for him. But but um, well, you know, was, you know another nice another reason he's going to stay amateur is because he gets invited to some tournament in April that uh, you have to be an amateur to play in. So I think he'll uh, he'll stay stay amateur for yeah. a while. Yeah. No, I, I I get it. You know it. it and uh, you know he's got time to make plenty of money uh, if his um, you know his form holds up. But uh, oh, he'll get that. What he's probably you know, Ryder Cup. What too bad that we can't pick an amateur in the Ryder Cup because uh, <laughs> that's the Walker 20, Cup. Twenty twenty one, his record in match play is thirty and two. You know that's well, pretty he, good. Well, you know that would be a good tournament to have a good cup match. They have the pros against the amateurs. You know. <laughs> The Walker Cup yeah. versus the the Ryder Cup entrance, boy, that that you ought to start that box score. It could be something popular. Well, you know, I don't know if you remember that a long time ago. The the, the uh, they used to have the college all stars would play the the the, the the Super Bowl champions yeah. in a game exhibition game before the season starts. And I think one year they may have beaten them, you know. And so they said, okay, we can't do this anymore. So. I think that would be the fear of the PGA Tour that the amateurs would beat them. That's a, um, that's a very good possibility too. But it'd be, it'd be, it'd be yeah. fun to watch, you know. Yeah, All right, absolutely. you got you got about three more minutes, four more minutes. So, uh, what else is going on in the golf world that you uh, you might want to throw out to our listeners there? Well, let's see if I have any other stories here. Um, I know they had a. Uh, this is all about the European Ryder Cup. You know, you and I were talking earlier today about, um, on paper, I'm going to be honest with you, it looks to me like a mismatch um, <coughs> that, that uh, the Europeans are just really strong. I mean, you, you start throwing in, you know, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Victor Hovland, those, I mean, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, right. uh, Tallow Hatton, you know, I mean, whew, uh, I don't see how we can possibly win, uh, especially on foreign soil. I'm not sure we could win over here either. But um, I don't think we have much of a chance in, in Italy. But, you know, I guess that's why you play it, and that's what makes those the, the times when you do come through, you know, really special. But um, if I if I were a betting man, and I am. <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to bet on this particular event because I can't bet against the United States. But um, uh, I guarantee you, uh, it, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be competitive now, you know. Uh, it would take a. I just think we have too many guys, you know, uh, that are rookies on the team that really, uh, you know, haven't faced that that pressure yet. You know, and I mean, Max Homa had a heckler this weekend. You know, right? Uh, uh, you know, a little interaction with them. He wait till he, <coughs> <laughs> wait till he 
wait till he encounters the European fans, you know. Yeah. He's going to have to be a lot more composed, you know, than that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there was a first-time winner on the uh, LPGA Tour, but I can't find it now. And it was it was a pretty remarkable thing because she now becomes the youngest winner. She was younger than Rose Zhang, and um, it was a, a pretty unlikely story, but I, I can't find it. Well, we'll, we'll get it next week because we, uh, i got, yeah. I got to make that announcement again before, <laughs> before we sign off. So. Okay. But I appreciate yeah, you well, calling in and uh, – you know, hopefully next week you'll be uh, well enough. We'll give uh, RP3 a call and uh, help him promote his tournament. So uh, thanks a lot. If I feel this bad for, if I feel this bad for a whole week, I'm going to be in trouble. So yeah, I'll, you're right. I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. All right, bye. All right, once again, there's a train derailment reported here in New Iberia, and it occurred on Highway 182 near the base. The crossover, the train derailment there was uh, on that steep crossover uh, going to the base uh, on the railroad track, and uh, we d- we don't have any further information. We just know that it happened uh, while we were on air here at uh, on Chip Shot. So uh, be careful if you have to go out in that area, and certainly be vigilant. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope and pray you have a good uh, afternoon, and uh, we'll see you next Monday. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Hi, this is Lance David, General Manager for David Funeral Home. Locally owned with six locations and a staff of professional funeral directors, David's has been recognized as outstanding in the funeral service industry. At David Funeral Home, our motto is Quality Matters, and we practice the highest standards of professional service and remain a community leader. Our pledge is to provide guidance and assistance for all the arrangements you request. David Funeral Home, professional service from a caring staff where our family serves your family. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vines, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM. New Iberia. The Voice of the Tash. (laughs) 